Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Very well, you? Yes. You all right, Chris? Yes, episode three of the new series. I still, uh, still feel quite posh. Oh, after the game on uh, Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, I wrote a strongly worded letter of complaint to the Man City chef. Scallops shite. <laughs> <laughs> a well-constructed email, was it? Yeah. It said, chef, your <laughs> scallops... Took two hours, right? <laughs> your scallops are wank. <laughs> Change them up. Must do better, sir. Yeah. I thought they were all right. Nah, Chris. So we were, me. Did you we have went, scallops? Yes, I did. And did you think they were all right? Yeah, I thought they were all right. I don't think they should come cold, me. No. When I've seen them on uh, MasterChef and that, they always seared and warm. Seared, yeah. Shit. Mm. It were like, I imagine, eating the remains and the... Contents of a used condom. Oh, lovely. <laughs> to, try, to try and put it into context. Yeah, that's, that's the thought I wanted in the end. <laughs> I tell you what, if it wasn't for them bread rolls, I would You'd have been, been very disappointed. Yeah. And I bet the chef oh. not even cooked them himself. Nah. Outside caterers, Warburton sent them. Yeah. We got a touch, didn't we? Because um... oh, did you? Oh, I never. I had a good experience, but we never. <laughs> I didn't get that one. Was that complimentary, Chris? Was it? We didn't know that was on the menu. <laughs> we um, someone got in touch who takes part in the in the quizzes regularly, listens regularly, and uh, said that they've got some tickets for the Tuddle Club. Mm. It's uh, the Etihad for Man City versus Wickham. We tottered along, didn't we? The, the uh, corporate experience. It could be. It is the poshest place I've been to in terms of the food. Like just the food. I've never, I've never been to like a fine, proper fine dining place. And I, no, I don't think I. I don't, I don't think I'd, I'd go. You don't nah. go. You won't go again, Chris. I was oh, starving. Yeah, like, I, I was. I genuinely, you know, I ate my meal and I was more hungry when I'd finished it because I'd got the taste in my mouth. I mean, the, the beer was bloody. Oh, the beer. Oh, the Moretti was second to none. Yeah. Yeah, we can't complain about that, can we? I mean, it, yeah, it was a strange experience to to go to a football game and, and you know, fine dining. It wasn't just like your regular like a, a box or what have you, where you, there's a buffet on and that. Yeah. It were it was it was fine dining. Michelin star. We got his own waiter, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fed you grapes, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I asked him to tell you. I felt a bit of a dick. I was like, obviously just for the video, but... I, I felt a bit of a dick? Yeah. Why, why would you feel a bit of a dick? Sat in a restaurant where you should off asking somebody to feed you grapes. <laughs> and then tell him you've left the stalks on. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> no, I was glad I did enjoy it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I did well, enjoy it. It were. They were good, good set of lads. Yeah. And, uh, it was a lovely gesture of Swaying them. Swaying by end. Oh, fucking <sighs> hell. 
Then we had a then we had a business meeting at about half one in the we put the world around the Hilton, didn't we? Didn't we? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, I think we need to get back to our bread and butter, don't we? Oh, get me back to the terrace. Get me a pint. Get me a pie. Uh, what, what do you is that lamb Baltius? Baltius. Chicken Baltius. Chicken Baltius oh, pie. Yeah. I miss the atmosphere. You know, just uh, yeah. It, it, it was a good crack light too. Oh, when the Wickham goal went in, we said straight away, didn't we? Oh, I've been good being in that Wickham end now. Mm. Nicky Hunt part two. Dame. Yeah. Dame Jackie, I think they should call Dame her. Jackie. She's, I can't believe that. It's scandalous, isn't it? It's scandalous. I it, mean, they were all they were all consenting adults, I suppose. Her being the the, the more senior of them all, very much the ringleader, a, a more experienced. Yeah, she was like the uh, the ringleader of Greatest Showman, weren't she? Just uh, orchestrate, orchestrating proceedings. <laughs> Class man. I think a few of the old, you know, we said it's close to the youth team lads. I think they all. I've seen a few comments from them. Or people getting tagged in it saying, oh, you get a mention. Right, yeah. You know, about the old nights out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I'm looking forward to, a, to part two. To part two. Yeah, definitely. And uh, oh, we've, we've, there's some still a few few tickets going for the for the live shows, if yes. you fancy fancying it, get, getting quick. It'll soon be here, yeah. Yeah. It'll soon be sold out, so fucking head it up. Yeah. All guests are sorted, aren't they, John? Nearly enough, near enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why do you aim that straight at me? Because you're the, you're, you're the organiser. Oh, right. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. This. I'm, I'm organising the live shows. A tour, I think you said. Yeah. A tour. I've, I've, I've been strutting around like Kanye West since you mentioned Is there a tour organised? Yeah, so I've done the stuff with the uh, venues and et cetera, et cetera. Have you, yeah? Yeah. Well, I've named... <laughs> you, 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 you had someone's number who, who could sort out all the venues. So I've sw- me and Pete have sorted the venues out. Yeah. Uh, one yeah, of them... But- the one that I chose is actually when the one with the stages fell through. So, <laughs> <laughs> gladly, I left the, the most of it to Pete. But me and Pete have sort of a live tour. No, but there are still just a few tickets available if you fancy it. Get on the website, um, on the on the Twitter as well. I think there's a link there that you can uh, go through and and purchase your tickets. Yes, can't wait. You can. Yeah. You can. You'd like to, you'd like it to get cancelled again, wouldn't you? <laughs> Let's be honest. Cancel once and for all, wouldn't you? Yeah. Right, should we get him in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do we get him in when you also get him in, yeah? Well, yeah. Do you want to call him in? Patreon, Chris. Patreon. So, subtle reminder. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, you, if, if you're, you're not, not a yet. member of the Patreon already, just £2.50 a month, you get two extra episodes, didn't you? There's been some good ones. Like and the last 30-odd or whatever we've done. Yeah, all the previous mm-hmm. episodes. If you go on, if you go on pence per per podcast, PPP PPP, you're probably looking at fifteen pence, twenty pence for your first month. Oh. No less, ten pence. It's value for money. Fuck, that that's, what we're, that's what we're working for here, lads. Yeah, ten pence you're for your PPP. Fifteen pence per PPP. <laughs> <laughs> ten pence per fucking podcast. That's what we're working for here. Right, get him and you two do me head in. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Nicky. So when you signed your when you signed your four year deal, then and obviously we do not not numbers, but when you signed your four year deal, because. Whenever you come through the ranks at a club, you always, yeah. you never, it's not like somebody's signing for five million quid, they get. So are you now at the point where you're 
feeling I'm on a four-year deal here now and I'm on the wages as a Premier League player that I should be. Comparable yeah. with rest of the squad. Like. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm valued as I'm valued as a squad as a as a squad player and as valued at how many how many appearances I'm going to make in that squad. That's how I viewed it, and that's that, that's the contract they give me, and that's how they viewed it. But then to go from literally three months, signed it in August, and then October, or it might have been November, he, he signed Greta, and it it was just like a culture shock for me because I thought initially I thought Matt, fine, bit of competition for place and stuff, and then literally just went straight in and he scored his own debut. And I was like, well, it was like a fluke. He like put a cross in and it looped over the keeper and it posted and went in. And he was just like, a, he just ran off celebrating. I thought, fuck it, I'll start venting. <laughs> <laughs> fucking didn't mean what that. What chance you put your arms down, dickhead. So, yeah, uh, but, you know, football's football, isn't it? you just got to, you got to deal with that. So, are you, were you one of them who would be knocking on his door saying, why the fuck am I not playing? Why, why am I not well, playing? Well, yeah, I, 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 but Megson was like a bit. Uh, off putish he didn't want he didn't like the player confrontation he didn't like you questioning him in his do you know what I mean he'd have a bit of banter on the training ground trying to keep you on side but when you got past that point where you're thinking you've been doing this for fucking two three months and I'm still not playing so as a as a human being as a man you you, you just think I know how good I am and, and I know what I've done for this club and stuff like that you've just got to go to a point where you either want me or you don't. Do you know what I mean? You want me or you don't. And then that's why that's when I went on loan to Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, I thought we had a, we had a game on this Sunday, was it? And Birmingham had a game on the Tuesday. And Alex McLeish rang me up. I was um, and he said, um, "Look, we'd love to sign you." Stephen Kelly's injured. He told me exactly. He put he put it on the table. He said, "Stephen Kelly's injured. Uh, we need a right back. We think you're ideal for us. You're attacking right back. Love love getting crossing. Love getting up the field." would you like to come to us on loan? And they were pushing for promotion uh, that season for to get in the Premier League. So I said, yeah, of course I would. And then Gary Megson said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I need you on my bench. And I'm like... See, that's when your head goes in it. Are you like, are you fucking serious? You need me on your bench. You're going to just go and get a fucking anyone else, like an 18-year-old yeah. lad, just to go and sit on your bench. I've never come on. Didn't come on. You know, I'm the only fucking player to um, never play a Premier League game in one season but get booked. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that's that we, that's should, we should do it should yeah. fucking be, it should be on it it should yeah. fucking be on there what did you get booked for uh, Portsmouth away right uh, Andy, uh, Andy O'Brien had done something at a corner so give a corner away and Megson said uh, only go out and tell uh, go and warm up right at the side of the linesman and go and get pass some information on Oh, that must be pissed off there if you just pass the yeah. messages on. Yeah, yeah. That, so yeah. Like, a, like a fucking postman, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, so he says uh, right, yeah, you do that. So I've gone out, a bit reluctant to do so. Like, so I've gone out, said some stuff, and the linesman's like flagging like that. So the referees come over and spoke to the linesman, and the linesman obviously told him, like, I'd said something like, they do this on this corner, so you mark him or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Passed on some information, so Lion has put his flag up. Referees come over, he said, can't do that. Well, you can't do that. You can't speak to people on the, on the pitch while you're warming up. Yellow card. So you give me a fucking yellow card, and it's for history, if you go back through the history books in Premier League, no one has ever got a yellow card and never, never played a Premier League game, only me. So I'm, I'm fucking history maker, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy, mate. Honestly, he came over, he said, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to fucking yell a card. And I'm like... You didn't have to, pay, you didn't have to pay your fucking... Oh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't pay that. To be, fair, after, to be fair to him, after the game, he said, Unni, 
Uh, whatever, you, whatever you get fired for that, I'm, I'll pay it because it's it, it should have been for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, cheers, fucking cheers. <laughs> cheers, <Gary>. cheers, man. <laughs> Just put it on bench next week, so. <laughs> Did you enjoy it at Birmingham? I loved it at Birmingham, yeah. Alex McGee was an old school manager like Sam. He was he was from that mould, like he was, you know, uh, proper Scott, you know, hard as nails, didn't give a fuck, like wanted you to do whatever you... He had He had one mission and that was to get Birmingham City to the Premier League and he did it. And when I went there, we was... I think we were like fifth, fifth or fourth. So we, we were flying high sort of thing, but we had players like Frank Drew, Kev Phillips was there, yeah. uh, Lee Carsley was there. We had... Top top pros, you know. I mean? Raddy Jardy was there, who used to play with me at Bolton. Um, yeah, and when I went there, we was, I think we were like fifth, fifth or fourth. So we, we were flying high, sort of thing. But we had players like Frank Drew, Kev Phillips was there, yeah. uh, Lee Carsley was there. We had top top pros, you know. I mean? Raddy Jardy was there, who used to play with me at Bolton. Um, yeah, so I knew I knew quite a few players and stuff. But they had a, a fantastic squad. Marcus Bent was there. Did you get uh, recalled though? Yeah, well, Bible. oh, this is a story for you. So how, I did did get, you, how did you actually get met the move happen then, if he's saying no? No, McLeish rang me direct uh, and said, do you want to come, basically? Because so, I didn't have an agent at the time, so I, I pied my agent off uh, years ago. So he said, yeah, uh, yeah. I said, yeah, of course I want to come. And he was like, right, we'll, we'll make it happen. The clubs will make it happen. So Megson pulled me on the Thursday before we played on the Saturday, uh, sorry, the Sunday, and he knew Birmingham had a game on the Tuesday, what, which he wanted me to play McLeish. So he said, uh, "Yeah, Birmingham, Birmingham City have come in, but I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit short for you know. I want, I need you in the squad. I need you." And I was like, "I'm not played, not played at all this season. You, you just want me to sit on the bench?" Yeah, yeah, but you know, see how you feel after the game Sunday. This is what he said to me: "See how you feel after the game Sunday." So I thought, "What? See how you feel?" So after, literally after the game Sunday, I rang uh, Alex McGlee and said. Uh, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm I'll right. still feel so. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow. Do you know what watching that 90 minutes is meant? No fucking difference. What is it? What's it? So he said, I'll be there Monday. Stayed in, he booked me in the hotel. So he booked me in the Radisson Monday. Stayed Monday night uh, and played Tuesday. And then I stayed there for, he stayed there for two months. And I, he, he, he called me back, Megson, because Steinson had a, an injury. So I was going to play at Arsenal at the Emirates on the Saturday. So I trained on the Thursday. Fucking pull me thigh on the Thursday in training, and I thought, fuck this. That was my chance just to you know to prove to, it to get back in. Yeah. Did you also not think to yourself, I know I pull me thigh, it's not great, but fuck you, Megson. Like, yeah, so you've called it, me back because one of your right back's injured. Yeah, that, that yeah. injured. Fuck you. Yeah, no, it, it does go through your mind that. But yeah, I, I think it's no, just it does. a natural I, thing. Yeah, right? of course. Get it is. some other fucking dickhead to. It is, yeah, just get someone to fill in, you fill it right yeah. back for me. Because I was enjoy, I really enjoyed my football then at Burn. We were flying high, like, and we and they got promoted that season to the Premier League. Uh, but yeah, that Arsenal game, I thought, fucking hell. So I, was, I think it was injured for about three weeks, and then they did. McLeish made another inquiry because Kelly got injured. He came back for like two games, got injured again. So he, he and they inquired about me, but Megson never ever told me. Do you know how I found out about that through? I think it was through, either through Lee Carsley or someone else associated with Birmingham. After they got promoted, they said, yeah, but. We we came in for you. I was like, no, you didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. We made an inquiry, and no one ever, he never fucking mentioned anything about it, and that's what really pissed me off because he never yeah. said I could have gone back and played the last two months and got a promotion, a Premier League medal, like a promotion medal. Yeah, signed you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it could have happened. That mm. that's what could have happened. But he never he never 
never mentioned anything about it, which really pissed me off. So when you went went to Derby the season after, have you in your head have you left Bolton now? Psychologically, I have like mentally, I have. Well, have you still got? But you still got two years left. I've still got. Yeah, when I, eighteen months, I had left when I went to Derby. I went Derby in the January of two thousand and nine. Was it? Played twenty games or something like How's that. In six months. Yeah, Cluffy. Yeah, he is. He, he was. He was fantastic. To be fair, he take you on your. International Brexit. He's, <laughs> he's renowned for him, isn't he? Always. No, we didn't. Uh, no, I didn't think we. Don't think we went anywhere. No, we didn't. No. We're not um, Burton now. Whenever they get an inter- well, obviously not. I think League One now. When they're yeah. in the Championship, whenever they've got an international break, it were like, right, we want to go, lads. Oh, really? Is that, yeah. Not. No. There were no pitch next to hotel neither. <laughs> we want, want to go, lads. Yeah. You know like you want just to go. I don't think he went, did he? And you just fucking let him crack on. Yeah. Oh, did he? Go, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what a manager that is. That? <laughs> 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 what a manager that is. <laughs> so who's there? Bywater. Bywater. Robbie there. Savage. Robbie Savage. Uh, Sean Liam Barker Brown. was there. Dean Moxie. And with Savage. Uh, Robbie, yeah, he's Diamond Robbie Savage. I used to hate playing against him at Blackburn or Leicester, wherever he was, because he was a mouthy bastard. And he'll tell you that himself. He was he was a proper mouthy, but he was mouthing off to a referee, trying to get him on side, and then mouthing off to you saying, you shit, you fucking crap and all this. And then after the game, or if you've seen him out on a night out and stuff, he, he was honestly, sad. one of the nicest lads you'll ever meet. And we played against Macclesfield in pre-season for Ashton uh, about two, three weeks ago. And he, he got 25% share in Macclesfield. Yeah. And he was there. And he was a diamond, like, bottles drinks after the game in the new bar and stuff. He was, he was, he was top draw. You'd be a go-kart him. Oh, yeah, he won't, he won't like me for saying this, but he, uh, he was like the go-kart. They had, like, a thing at Derby. When he signed, he, he, he had, like, like, a bit of a family thing. He wanted them all to do something. So I think they went go-karting two or three times and stuff, and he used to batter everyone at go-karting. So he, you know, he goes to um, a go-karting session on his own I think it's Nottingham Circuit or something like that so he's he probably I think he'd done about he were, he were champion about three years running on it <laughs> so we get so he, he was yeah and he used to just on that podium yeah. with a little picture of him with a little control Donkey Kong third <laughs> It's just, just, just to turn up to go karting with a big bunch of bananas <laughs> and a red shell <laughs> we get this Nottingham circuit and you know we've got all gear on and that and Robbie's giving it large yeah it's about I think it's about 10 of us racing he's like yeah yeah I'm not with beat for like three years just an inevitability this inevitability so um, we fly around this track done about I think we did eight, I think we did 20 laps so we're on about 18th lap <laughs> 18 black Robbie. Yeah, I can't forget it because I'll always every time I see him, I'll always remind him of it. You see, <laughs> fucking hate it. So we get shot, yeah, but 18th lap, two laps towards the end, and I'm in second, knees in first. And he keeps looking over, you know, he keeps fucking looking over his shoulder with fucking stig hat on, stig helmet on and that. So on this on this oh, You couldn't remember who played right wing for Man United on your debut. We're on 18 fucking My memory's memory vague at the best time, but when things like this, I need to remember him because I, when I do meet him eventually, again, Robbie Savage, I need to like pester him, peck his head, remind him of it where he's fucking been shy at goal karting. So anyway, he gets a fucking 18th lap and I pass him. He makes a mistake on a corner <laughs> and he never makes a mistake, Savage. He never fucking makes a mistake. So I pass him on corner and then I fucking finish line. 
first. So we get some poet, he were gutted, absolutely fucking gutted. You know, when you go out fastest lap, he had fastest lap and all that, not a problem, but I finished fucking first. So I get some podium and that. Puts, like you said, little fucking five before inch fucking trophy, like, brilliant. He never, to this day, he put it in, remember he used to have a, a column in the paper, in the with a, uh, mirror, mirror on Sunday or something, he used to have a column, Robbie Savage, and he, and, he, and he put it in the column, to be fair to him, on the, I think we went there on the Wednesday, he put it in on the Sunday, he said, my, uh, one, one more thing, uh, my uh, goal kind, uh, you know, championship is, has been overtook by uh, Nicky Hunt. So congratulations to him and that. So we're in the national newspaper. So fair play to him, you know, he succumbed to my uh, greatness on the track and that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, you weren't in that fucking 106, were you? Had <laughs> <laughs> neon lights and did, you know? We're doing boxing back in that. <laughs> what, what makes it, because I've, I've always been shit at go-karting just because I'm the heaviest on the track. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we're all in the same car. Just sparks. If we're all in the well, the thing is, if you're, in, if you're all in the same car and there's somebody at fucking 10 stone and there's me at 17 stone, I, I can't fucking... I can't wait for that. People just laugh at you because you're stuck or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's just tickled us. But, well, what makes a good go-karter? Because I thought, well, wait, would it care if you're all in the same car? It'd probably, yeah, you're probably halfway there. You're probably halfway there, Parky, but probably... Probably because, probably because you left fucking engine running outside, then you fucking you 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 So before we go back to Bolton and then Bristol, you know about characters. Talk us through Stephen Bywater. As a what as a man or as a character? There's, there's oh, two. I think he's two sides. There's massive. Two, yeah, there's 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 two sides to him. There's a there's a man and a character. I think because he was a, a diamond in the changing room. He was a diamond. Like he he'd do anything for you. Proper nice lad. Make you coffee in the morning. Anyone want tea? Anyone want coffee? But then you go out on the training pitch and he he just like flips like oh he'd just be you could you couldn't go in for a 50-50 with him at all because he'd come out with your studs in your face. <laughs> he'd come out, he'd come out, catch a ball, your studs would be in your face. You know, if you went for an head, your studs would be <laughs> like chopping you in your face and he'd be like, Oh my god, I'm staying well away from Bywater. And he never uh, we used to do shooting after training at Derby. He never stayed out, you know. Cause he, he used to he used to let the uh, the young Irish keeper. Uh, stay out and do shooting with us. I don't know why that was. It probably got maybe he didn't want like lads scoring goals past him in training and stuff because every time a goal went in, it'd be anyone else's fault other than his. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, but I just think goalkeepers are a massively different breed than outfield players because you have to be an absolute psychopath to be a goalkeeper. Like he was no exception and he was just. On a day-to-day -day basis, it was a laugh a minute because you never knew what was going to... never knew what by which what was going to turn up. No, you never knew yeah. what, what which one was going to turn up to training or even games and stuff. Which, one did, you, which one did you prefer? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great lad. He's a great lad, Stevie Bye, like great lad. <laughs> so did you go back to Bolton? I went back then? to Bolton. Owen Coyle. Owen Coyle. 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 Gary Megson got sacked. Um was a quite a good day for uh, for a few of us that do you know what I mean so are you thinking now I've still got a year left I might get back in here of course you are I think I think the the lads that he's frozen out because he'd frozen a lot of lads out were thinking exactly the same thing I think uh, before Coyle got appointed I think Steve Wigley took over with Corky and he said look everyone's on a fresh slate here he involved everyone in the squad uh, for the few games I think we had Arsenal away we had a couple at home 
until Coyle came in and then it was the end of season then and then we went away for the summer came back and, and Coyle was there and to be fair to Coyle he was really honest with me he said look you're not in my plans um, so I said yeah fair enough And he, but, but he was like one of them he said if, if you want to go to anywhere else I'll try and make it happen for you I put in a great reference for you you've been fantastic pre-season played in games you've been no hassle not no hassle but You've been a real model professional. You've not been fucking it off. You've not been like, you know, kicking your feet and, you know, and to be fair, I think he got he got me my move to Bristol City really because he I think uh, Steve Coppel must have rang him up and said, Look, what's he like? And he must have said, Yeah, he's he's a diamond like, he's he's great, he's but he's just he's just not in my plans. So I think that that's where my move to Bristol City escalated. Really. So did you walk out on your contract then? Yeah, yeah, I just said, Look, um, you know, I've got twelve months there and you know there's a, obviously there was a financial package but it weren't nowhere near what I was on right, so I just so said you... look I'll just as long as I can get this move Bristol City sorted I'll I'll leave yeah uh, so it saved them money and, do you know what I mean so did but, you think you did that because it was Bolton I just think I, I just think I I owed them a lot you know the, the whole club not necessarily the manager or I just think I owed the club because they give me my break in, in, in you first flip that the other way as well and say you've the club was nine solid years through the Premier League. Oh yeah, League. no, but, yeah, but I, did, I don't think I thought like that. I just think I thought, you know, if if I'm not wanted and he's told me I'm not wanted, when Megson never told me I weren't wanted, he always wanted me around, you know what I mean? Like just on the bench or here and there or... But when someone like honest with you, sits you down in front of him and says, look, you're not for me, but I'll do everything in my power. And he, he I was on the phone, he was on the phone to the chairman. He said, look, you know, Nicky wants to leave. We've got a club in for him. Can we make it happen? And he said, I want to make it happen. So he put the phone down. Literally, I think two days, two, three days later, I was in Bristol signing the contract. Done. And it was just like that. So that's fair play to call yeah. it, isn't it. I think so, yeah. I've got a lot of respect for him yeah, for doing that. You know, yeah. Maybe you're not happy with his decision because he's ending your, your tenure. Of course, uh, yeah. Your, your, oh, well, I was one year off of, um, you know, tenure, testimonial. But that it's not, football's not all about that. Football's all about wanting to play games and wanting to, to further your career at times. Did you like it down there? Bristol's a place was fantastic. Like the people were really, really nice and stuff. But my my um, how do I put it? My time down there was not one of the best of my career. Um, purely because of I think my performances for the club weren't up to scratch. I'll be brutally honest with you. It was nowhere near what 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 I should have been performing. Uh, but I, I didn't necessarily get the games. I think I only played seven games and. When you have like two or three, you know, quite good games and then four bad ones and then you get turfed out of the team, you get scapegoated some, somewhat, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fans think, because I didn't come back into the fold, they think there's something wrong with me. They think that, you know, I had, I had something else off the pitch or I had something going on or, you know, I was just a shit player. But it, it actually wasn't that. It was, it was quite a few... Uh, factors in my, in my career that at that time weren't weren't going for me and, and didn't go for me. The change of manager didn't help. I mean, Steve Coppel signed me. And then two weeks later, he fucked off basically to Thailand. Uh, did he just do two games? Well, well, he did, or... fuck, no, permanent. I think he fucked off. Literally, I signed on the in August the 1st or something like that. Played the first pre-season game, got injured against Blackpool. Uh, and then I weren't supposed to be playing the first league game against Millwall, but played it which I shouldn't do, which is stupid for me. Didn't do myself any justice. Lost 3-0, played um, Southend in the EFL Cup 
first round, lost 4-3 there, and he walked out after that game. And I was like, is there a new signing in that? Like, David James had just signed as well. I'd signed. There's about two, three or four other players that signed, and we're all thinking... What the fuck? It was like two games. Did, two games didn't he say like he didn't have enough passion for the job? Yeah, he just, like he, no, he, he came in after the game. He said something like, lads, don't worry about tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure, um, you know, training you for a pre-season. It's been an absolute pleasure, you know, uh, loved your work rate and that. And I just uh, hope you're the very best for the future. And then... Picks up his suitcase. Literally walked out. out walked, if he could have, if he could have walked out with his rolling suitcase, with his passport, his passport just fucked off. Just taking his top off. Yeah. I've got my passport. Morning pass. I've got my passport. Morning pass here. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, lads. And his VIP fucking uh, VIP lounge pass. Yeah. Yeah, He's NXR two seven three two Thailand. <laughs> Mr. Couple, <laughs> wait till Mr. Couple. Honestly, and all the lads were like, we turned up the train on the Thursday and we were like, what the fuck just happened? Like seriously, like no one could believe what had happened. He'd literally been there for a month, a month and a half or something, or two months max. They'd done all the pre-season with him and all that, and he just left. Crazy. Like a lot of a lot of people said on Twitter and stuff like what happened at Bristol was your head not in the right place. I think the it was, it was a mixture of things. My my performance on the pitch obviously was was a, was a big factor. I've never I've been a home guy. You know what I mean? I've, I've been a home bird all, all my career. lived uh, lived in Bolton for nine years and stuff. And it was the first time I'd actually. Apart from the old uh, four days at Cambridge United, uh, <laughs> it, it was the only time I'd ventured, you know. FIFA session of Cambridge. <laughs> By the way, though, mate, we're not talking about three full seasons here. You've played seven games. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there was a big, uh, there was a big um, hoo-ha with the fans and stuff about so me. they're expecting... Yeah, they were expecting... They, they, they the just brought a Premier League right back. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And they were expecting big things. So... And they didn't get it, which was which was my fault. Obviously, ultimately, it's my fault because I was I wasn't performing on the pitch, but I never really truly got a good go at it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Keith Millen took over after it. I think I played. We played Scunthorpe away, beat Scunthorpe away, and then we played um, Watford. I think it was Watford at home, and he dragged me at half time. And then I never played then till Leeds United away. Like came on as a sub at Leeds United away about three, four months later. So when you're out of the fold for so long and you just get drafted in for 20 minutes, 30 minutes here, you, you, you're on a loser you're on a loser anyway, especially the defender. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, Bristol's a fantastic place to live. You know, I, I, I moved to Port's Head, which is a, a really nice place to live and stuff, but it, that's not everything that, you know, you can, you can have a, a nice house, you can have a nice car, but if you're not happy, it's, yeah. It can be the worst, the worst time of your yeah. life, and it, it it probably was the worst eighteen months. You're single at this point? Uh, no, I no, I was I was I was newly uh, you know involved with someone, and but it, it they weren't with me all the time. But that probably that probably might have been a factor, but it might not have been. It, it must just have been because I'm a very family orientated guy, so it, to be around my family's kid yeah. and to be away from them for that long, and to my daughter and stuff like that was it yeah. weren't. Mentally, I weren't in a in a you know an awful mental state or anything like that. But it was tough. It was yeah. really really tough when you're thinking, I'm not playing. I'm training. Nothing at the end of it on a Saturday. It's awful. It's like yeah, the worst. The worst feeling. Thing I can't fucking wait to just shoot back home. Well, yeah, of course, because it used to give like. So, to be fair, sometimes it used to give me a weekend off and that, and I'd just shoot. I'd fly up from Bristol, fly to Manchester on Friday afternoon, and come back Monday morning. And I just think that was my get out. That was just my like time mm. back, back with the family, back at home, 
doing what I'm doing, but then I knew in the back of my mind I'd have to be there Monday, yeah. Monday, Monday Saturday. Two like mental strains in it that counterbalance each other and yeah. outweigh each other. If you're playing well, mm. but missing home, no. it, oh, yeah. you come back and you're like, oh, well, you're doing well. Yeah. Where if you're not, if your performance isn't there mm-hmm. and you're missing home, then they both come together, don't they? And yeah, play, I think it's a subconscious heavier. thing as well. That you miss it, you are missing your daughter naturally. You might not yeah, think, you know, yeah, you're yeah. saying yourself, you're not putting a doubt of that completely. No, no, no. But it's a subconscious thing where it's, something's not quite right. Yeah. Your football gets affected. Mm-hmm. It's just a vicious circle, isn't it? Of course it is, yeah. But ultimately, ultimately, it's on my shoulders that I didn't perform for Bristol City Football Club. And, and that's what everyone else, that's what the fans will see. But I, I just didn't, I just, like I said before, I, did, I, I don't think I got the. Uh, the the time or the you know the, the the time to perform to my abilities because I've only I don't think I only played seven games in there yeah. and it for anyone that it, it don't matter who you are if I'd have played thirty seven games I'd have been shit the thirty seven games fair enough but it, it's just such a small it's like an eighth or seventh of the season or something like that and that's all that's the only time I got to mm. to prove my worth for that football club so when you left Bristol are you like right who in northwest or surrounding areas so you, you, you had a, get back you had a year left so you got you, you just terminated yeah I had, I had um i think i went to january so i had six months left um and i'd but they went they went abroad pre-season bristol on the in the july and he didn't include me so i knew then my time was up but it took it took literally six months to not get out but just find because I wanted to move back up north, like you said, I wanted to, and it was it was difficult. I couldn't really. I was talking to Wigan, you know, like all the local clubs, and then we ended up with Preston. Uh, one of my mates knew the coach at Preston, John Drew, and he was there, and he said, "Just come in." And I thought, right, well, let's just go in and uh, go go training, have a, have, a, have a bit of a trial sort of thing, and see see what materialises. And luckily for me. Uh, he took a gamble on me and just well not a gamble because of, uh, my pedigree from there is fucking mad I think you're half doing yourself down here so 12 months ago you've left Bolton yeah and for the previous 7 seasons you've played all that in the Premier League all them games in the Premier League and mm. that right and then 12 months later you're having to go on trial at Preston yeah that's in League fucking one. madness yeah in League 1 really yeah. you know, when you think about yeah, it yeah you yeah. think you're yeah. down like that You've had, yeah. a, you've had a shitter of a, a year at, at Bristol, right? Fair enough. I mean, mm. Everybody has it. Yeah, yeah. You had quite a lot of shitty years. <laughs> <laughs> carry, carry on. That's got a fucking go cast. That's me getting that fucking go cast. So basically, in that short space of time, it's mad art. It yeah. went from you've been having a year left at Bolton to then. 12 months later, you're on trial at Preston. Mm-hmm. That's fucking like, you know, in, in football, that's In football terms, yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is crazy because, but me, myself, I'm, I'm harsh on myself because I know how good I can be on my day and stuff. So wait, when you say, oh, you've been a bit, but that's, that's how I get better. Do you know what I mean? I'm the same when, because I'm coaching now, I'm the same as if I do, if I think to myself, I put on a, a below par session, then I'll impact myself on that. I'll talk to myself and I'll say, this could have been better, this could have been better. But when I do a good session, it's it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Good like, session. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, yeah, an actual proper session that, that I can be proud of because it, it's it's about um, personally being proud of yourself, basically, it's, no matter what you do, out of football, in football. And, and that's what I focus my my whole entire like 
life on basically just being proud of yourself and when you say i know i know why you say it but i'm harsh on myself because i know i can be better that's the only reason why i do it i don't put myself down by doing it i just i know i can do know, know how good i can be or not and and i know how better i can be sort of thing because obviously it gets a bad he's had a bad uh, bad crack of the whip on here wesley but because you were playing could you oversee all that like just let all the other stuff go yeah because the one thing i wanted to do because one i was back home so my my my, my head was my head was right do you know what i mean and, and two i was playing games saturday tuesday, saturday, tuesday. you know you see you back at home you were still fucking leaving at seven in the morning getting at fucking seven at night weren't you with wesley oh wesley oh jesus so and you, the rest so you, were, you were at home but you weren't you weren't fucking there <laughs> yeah but i was in the north of the england i was in the north yeah. of england when i was in yeah. you know, in the northwest weren't i did you see <laughs> oh but yeah they were long days jesus christ i was in at uh i think it was half eight in Breakfast half eight, starting the gym at nine with Dino Manrio, who's at Burton now. Hey, fucking hell, fuck it, fucking hell. Fucking hell, what the fucking hell are you doing? Fucking hell, fucking hell, fucking hell. While he was doing biceps curls and eating dumbbells for breakfast. Fucking hell. Mate, Dino Manrio. What a guy. Oh, what a yeah, guy. I think he's a lovely fella. Oh, he's lovely a great fella. fella. Oh, I just seen him, I seen him on the weekend clapping the Burton fans and he's on his sister managing. He's fucking like, him. and they're all like, Dino, Dino. And he's like, oh, with, with massive muscles, yeah, Dino. Dino, 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 he's loving life, like yeah, but fucking hell, yeah. They were long days, half eight in. So we used to we used to meet at half past seven at the Watergate pub. Me, Andy Gray, Scottish right back, uh, David so, Gray. Sorry, da- how, why am I getting first name uh, wrong? I was asking about David. David Teal instead of Gary. Teal. <laughs> <laughs> but Wesley used to join in all these these fucking gym yeah. sessions in the morning. You know, like the, the press ups and sit ups and and all that. But he used to do it with a, a wet top and then a jumper over, so he'd sweat like fuck and, and drop all his body fat and stuff. So he used to be pumping like that for half an hour. Yeah, you used to come and stand on your back and doing press ups. Yes, and all that. yeah. Yeah, put your bum down and you stand on your like that, and you just cave in and you say, fucking weak as piss. <laughs> and you're like, you're fucking about 20 stone, you're And you're only five foot six, you're about 20 stone. Everyone's going to cave in when you're standing on my back, aren't you? But yeah, and then we used to do um, training in the morning, half, t- uh, half 10 till like half 12, lunch for an hour till half one, bit of video analysis, and then out- outside about half two to like half four. And then uh, you go in, and he'd, he'd make you eat some fruit or something or yogurt before you went home. Like you were proper into that. And he used to, we used to get home at like six, half six, seven o'clock at night from half seven in the morning. He used to have his sheet, he used to have his sheet on the wall. But Newport had a sheet on the wall, right? So you were in a team for the week. So whatever you were doing, you were in a team for the week. So if your team won, like the five-a-side competition or whatever, you got, you got points, marks. Right. Right? And he would pick the team of the Saturday on who got the Best most points during off. the week. I swear to God, at Newport. Did you know, he? You know, you know, like nah. Preston. He used to do analysis after the game where he used to mark you out of 10. He used to put your names and they used to get in after getting beat or winning. And he used to put a mark at the side of your name and tell you why you got that mark in front of everyone. Like, oh. So you could have had a shocker. Yeah, but you were getting out at you know what, half six, weren't you? Yeah. Honestly, that's what he did. So, so if I, it, it, right back was shit, right? For instance, right back was shit. But he'd been in team with four of the good players, yeah. five of the good players. So he'd play. Yeah. So he'd been a winning team all week. Yeah. Fucking bonkers. Mate, honestly. But he'd, 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 if, if you had a shit game at the end of the game, he'd, he'd, he'd put like three or four. <laughs> and you'd be thinking, fuck. 
and he'd be saying, you didn't even fucking make a pass to one of our players. You kept kicking in fucking stand. You didn't make a cross. And you'd be sat there, you'd just been dicked for yeah. The last thing you want is your manager fucking saying that to you in front of everyone. Unbelievable, mate. He'd just write, just write it. And he knew when you, you knew when you did the circle, you're either nine, <laughs> eight, or a zero. He did zero. <laughs> he did zero. So you're open. You're open. You come Even back Jackie down. Jackie didn't do zeros. Yeah, you're, you're open. He come back down for a nine, or do another one underneath for an eight. If it were, you're fucking zero. Oh my god! Everyone was shitting themselves coming in. If you lost the game, everyone were like, "Fucking no chance." Did you used to play the murder ball on the Friday. Oh I, my god! I, I, throw away catch. Yeah, throw away catch. Yeah. In a in a penalty box. Yes. With every two player goals, every player, club. yeah. <laughs> every player at the club in two goalkeepers. Right? So he'll throw in catch, lads, he's like, fucking get your head in. What if people get cut on a Friday morning? Oh, yeah. But people got so uh, games with bandages on, like Terry Butcher. You throw it up <laughs> and oh, yeah. no, so, so one, throw, one of them you, throw it up. Next person's got to edit, edit it to one of the other teammates. To, to other one to catch it, but you had to you had, in the end you had to edit into goal. There's 30 people in the 18-yard box. <laughs> I'm not joking. It weren't much bigger than this. It weren't much bigger than this room. What, you had it, 30 people in, trying to do a goal there and a goal there. Not no, it's a like keepers. Not. Like you're the, you not. Especially the worst ones are the young lads, you know, trying to impress them. Yeah. yeah. So you're just about to catch it and then somebody... Come and... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are <laughs> you doing, dickhead? <laughs> you're loving it. If you, got, if, if you would have... I swear to God, if you'd have headed the post and cut yourself, you'd have been playing it. Of course you would have been. Were you... Uh, were you involved in the chef, chef where away? The texting, beating uh, the team and stuff. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was involved. Rhodes' dad was the um, goalkeeping coach for uh, Chef Wednesday, weren't? So what what happened? Because he used to text at random times. You you, you can tell us. But... I've had I've had one I've had one at half past two in the morning on a away game. A text off him saying like, "What's your thoughts about this? Like, I'm thinking about this. What's your thoughts about this?" Half past two in the morning away game you're in the hotel with him or what, what's your thoughts about this but then we get down to breakfast in the morning so you say I'm not texting back you get down to breakfast in the morning and he'd sit next to you so why are you not texting me back last night <laughs> <laughs> I said one I was a fucking sleep <laughs> and two I didn't you know what you asked me like about tactics I didn't think it was relevant well you fucking should have Fucking, well, you fucking should have texted me back. It's like me with the women, that. I don't. Yeah. 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 It's like fucking you miss when you've been out and out. Where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you? I'm a jacket. Well, one that was asleep, and two. You're fucking right, though. You're fucking right, though. You're fucking right, though. You're Well, that's what he was like. So, was he expecting you to text me at half past two in the morning? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said he send and and he would send a group text out about midnight, one o'clock in morning on the way. Always away games. This I don't know why it was always away games. And he'd expect eighteen answers before you woke up at like before like six o'clock in the morning. Why I don't know, but he, he must just never. He used to tell me, I never sleep, never switch off me, never sleep, never switch off. No, because you've got fucking £18 million in bank because you fucking dad's company that you've inherited and you're fucking not caring the fucking world, so you don't, you don't need to switch off you. You can think about football and stuff. <laughs> what about fucking us? You don't give your time at three o'clock. Exactly, there. fucking hell. What about us that fucking, you know, feeding kids and that, feeding wife and stuff, paying mortgage and stuff. But it, he was he's a completely different character. But I think he's, I think he's got a bit more mellow now. I mean, when I, when I went to Newport, Flinny, Flinny got sacked, and I'm like, just one manager, one, I don't, anybody but 
Anybody but. Anybody but. Newport announced the uh, Graham Wesley. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm 36 here, right? Yeah. I'm 36. And I'm thinking, I'm just I'm just winding down. Yeah. I'm just winding. And then it came in, played on the Saturday, and the Monday morning was one of the hardest sessions I've ever done. <laughs> really? Ever. And I'm like, I fucking can't do this. Really? In his first two weeks, we had eight people pull some Yeah. And he weren't bothered. Oh no, he weren't fucking. If you can't run, you can't fucking play. Yeah. That's, that's his fucking yeah. motto. But, but, fuck it. We'll hmm? put, put somebody else in. Well, yeah, Andy Rhodes had um, obviously he was a. Used to be at Preston. Yeah. But he'd heard that he was a bit paranoid wreck. <clears throat> I don't know what the score was. Uh, well, we played a centre half up front that game at Hills. <laughs> 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 so it must have been, must have been Preston. Yeah, I think about 3-0, but we played centre half up front. Uh, Brown, uh, what was it? Aaron Brown, I think he was called. Aaron Brown, six foot six, he was centre half. Um, but Wesley had it in his head that uh, their two centre halves are weak as piss. So we'd play a centre half up top. Uh, we had fucking Jamie Proctor, Ian Hume. We had like proper like goal scorers in our team. Nah, we'll put a centre half up top. We'll fucking go along and we'll fucking get the bits. I think we got Dick three 0 fucking hills. <laughs> that was that. That was and they got leaked. Came out that he got leaked the team and he was. He, I think we had a meeting. It, I think it was straight after the game in the changing rooms. He said, "Right, listen, lads, someone's leaked the team to Chef Wednesday." And he was only joking, though, wasn't he? No, he was fucking deadly serious. No, what? Rhodes, he was only Oh, joking. yeah, Rob, but Wesley was deadly serious. Oh, yeah. Th- oh, Wesley was fucking yeah. deadly serious. Because he yeah. must have gone into the staff room and Rhodes, he's obviously said to his staff, watch this, and he's just gone, we knew your team. Yeah. As a wind-up. Oh, Did really nobody awesome. say, like, I don't think the team being leaked's the problem. No. Graham, it's the fact that we've got a centre-half. <laughs> <out. laughs> Honestly, if you, right the team, next game. if you go back to the team sheet that day, Aaron Brown, centre-half, up top on his own. Five midfielders on his own. Mid- on his own five <laughs> midfielders, uh, uh, three of them were sitters. So you, you literally you had Aaron Brown up top with two wingers, like in the wingers, <laughs> and then back four. It was madness, honestly. Funny, so, you've gone from Wesley to another character, Steve, Stevie Evans. Oh, Mister, uh, Mister. <laughs> Steve I'm like, imagine Steve didn't join in both gym he used to have a coffee and a cake in David Lloyd before we went in. That's what he used to have. He used to have, he used to have his eyebrows done. He used to go for his eyebrows done uh, before a game by these two birds. I don't know. In the time, he used to get pictures taken with them. He used to do like he, he had, he had a, a thing about his eyebrows where they had to be pristine. And it all, it all, honestly, it all came up on the website and like social media and stuff about Steve Evans had been in bright red beetroot face and then his eyebrows were pristine, like honestly, like, like a bird's <laughs> eyebrow. Like, 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 string and that. Yeah, like a bird's eyebrow. He spent about half an hour, like, must have spent 60 quid on it just before every game and stuff like that, pristine eyebrows and stuff. Mental, mate, honestly. Do you have eyeliner at all? I'm sure I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, somebody said that. Somebody yeah. said that. He had eyeliner, he had eyeliner. did he? I've never seen yeah. him with eyeliner, but I knew he had his uh, eyebrows threaded or whatever it's yeah. called. But he was uh, he was a fucking hell, he was a character. Can he you see why he gets success, though? Oh, cause he, yeah, because he fucking goes to teams where he, he just, if he doesn't like the 11 players, he just goes and buys 11 more in January. That's oh, what so he, he did Rotherham. Oh, mate, he fucking, uh, Rotherham. He signed, fucking hell, here we go. Signed me, fucking hell. And then after after another six games, seven games, went and signed fucking 10 players and got them promoted. But From League signed, Two with it. Yeah, and then did it again in League One and got them promoted again into the championship. I'm sure he took them to the championship, Steve Evans. Yeah, I think he did. And, but it was because he must have spent 
I'm not joking, millions. And that was in League Two, League One, millions because the chairman's got an infinite pot of money. Like he's a very rich, wealthy, wealthy guy, the chairman. But he used to have a draw. He used to have, he's diabetic. He had one drawer, one drawer here full of pens and shit. And he had one drawer here full of Mars bars, Twixies, Snickers, <laughs> fucking all that for like a dairy milks and that. He's, honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was madness. It was fucking madness. Fucking madness. You remember just like put pen drawer and all that? Went to Ramon. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm up and draw now, fucking honestly. Fucking that pen. You don't believe me. Set it up a contract with a mouse bars. Man, you've sounded that. AJ, earlier. Couple of twigs is there. Couple of twigs is there under that under that seat that they're giving me. I'm gonna offer you that two-year contract and uh, help yourself to touch shop. Because I can't wait to touch shop again. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he just always looks angry. He is, yeah, he's uh, he, he high, high blood pressure. No, he just has best players. Like, <laughs> when you've got infinite money in League Two and League One, you go out and buy the best players and they just do what, like, Keodi Dodi J, a good mate of mine, he was at Accrington with me in Rotherham. No, love him, he still lives in Barsley. Yeah, he does. Offered him out on training ground, Steve Evans, at Rotherham. And Steve Evans, I've never seen a man shit himself as much. <laughs> so Steve Evans were, were uh, he didn't run in behind. Of, uh, we were doing team shape and uh, Big K, we call him Big K. And he's lovely. Like oh, he's, he's nice a diamond, absolute fella. diamond. So he didn't run in behind. Someone played a ball and didn't run in behind. He went, hey, K, you fucking did not run in behind. You fucking cunt. Yeah, fucking this, fucking that, fucking that. And K's gone, you what? And we started walking towards him. So we've just gone, this could get tasty this so everyone just took a step back and he just like carried on walking towards him and uh, you see Steve Evans going uh, 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 no no, no it's, it's alright it's alright okay. uh, stay up there stay up there so next next time next time just, just run in behind next time just run in behind next time and he's gone do you ever speak to me like that I will fucking break you. <laughs> and, then, and all lads are like that, because Kay's a big lad, he's a big lad, and all lads are like that, and Steve Evans, to be fair to him, was like, oh, no, 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 didn't mean, didn't mean anything by it, didn't mean anything by it. Just next time, just next time. Can you just make that run? Yeah, can you just make that run? Next time. Yeah, and I've never seen anyone shit themselves much in my life, and a man on a, on a football field as much as Steve Evans did there, because he would have, Kay could have just ended him. He yeah. could have just, like, ruined him, honestly. He's the last of the, the oh, he's not. It takes a lot for him to, do you know what I mean? And for him to just say, you what? What did you just say to me? And he just, when soon he started walking forward, we all just like took a step. We could have, if there was a deck chair, we could have just like sat there. And deck chair like, yeah, we'll just wait for this. We'll just wait for this to happen here. Just wait for him to twist. We were Rainer. Just, Rainer, uh, probably getting his Twixies out, out <laughs> in preparation for his high blood pressure. I'll just get his Twixies. Get his Twixies, get his Twixies, get his Twixies. <laughs> Did you, did you leave on loan to Aquinton initially? Yes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From uh, Rotherham. From Rotherham. Yeah. William Richardson was the manager. James Beatty was a uh, centre forward. Franny Jeffers. We had yeah. to, we had, they, had, they just had a knack. Ackerton had a knack of bringing like um, experienced pros in on yeah. like next to nothing money. Just like, not pay as you play, but just like, because they, they must have made a lot of money, Franny and uh, James. And, just said, look, do you want to come play some games? And for, said, yeah. for the crack, really. Well, yeah, play. yeah. James yeah. Beatty's mum lived in um, Exton, near Bolton's training ground. So it was perfect for uh, James, because I think he lived down south and used to stay at his mum's while we were at Accrington and oh, that. I'll so get he, his washing done, yeah, take up. <laughs> and then go home, I think. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It, it was like a stopgap for him. And Franny was only in Liverpool. We had loads of, loads of scouts that played for Accrington. We had like three or four or five uh, play for Accrington. And, uh, but... They hadn't, when I was there, they had nothing. Like we had a tennis court on the car park, like uh, where the burger van was on a Saturday and just play there, you know, before training. Did you have to enjoy that though? I loved it, yeah. honestly. It was proper back to the old school. And I'm going to say, how old are you was, at this point? I was, what was that, 2014? So seven years ago. So I was, yeah, I was 29, 30. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but I loved it, honestly. The, the squad we had, you never heard of any of the players, no disrespect to him, but you never heard of him, apart from obviously Beats and Jeffers. Excuse me. But apart from that, you never heard of him, but they were gritty, they were determined, and they grind out results. And that's what I loved about them. It was just like, didn't have a training ground, didn't have anything, just had to rent a sports centre, 4G behind it, or go and get on the grass at a local rugby club. And that was, that was us. It was mad, honestly, it was fucking crazy. Did you, did you play in that when I was asked for the hat trick? Yeah. Uh, oh, Fucking hell, he's turned that himself quickly, yeah. hasn't he? Oh, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, it's been a while, hasn't it? Damn, <laughs> yeah, playing that, playing that. Uh, yeah, they, I, yeah. I, 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 I think I know you're playing. I think I know you're playing. You bullied uh, Tom Aldridge. Tom Aldridge sent her half. You bullied him to death. <laughs> him and Peter Murphy, you bullied to death. And uh, yeah, hat trick. Yeah, I remember at Fleetwood. Yeah. yeah. I remember it well. Well, get back onto you. <laughs> Would you, would you say like you were happy at Aquinton? Massively. Would, comparable with Bolton? Like, I know Honestly, it's, it sounds so it, fucking... So stupid, it, sounds, like. it does sound stupid, but yeah, because it, you knew what you were getting at Aquinton. You'd go in, you'd have, you, you didn't know if you'd, you'd, your kit would be there washed. Do you know what I mean? It, it, was that, it was that sort of club. Like It was a proper family club, but you didn't know what was happening next, and I liked that. Although I had the you know stability with Bolton and your kit man was there, your kit was laid out, this, that, this, that. I bought, I think I bought 30 towels and I bought training tops for us, you know, the zip-up ones before match day. I bought all them or got them all in for the club because they couldn't afford to get them. They could afford towels, but they were they were like six, seven, eight years old, do you know what I mean? So I went there's been, out. There's been a lot of fucking... Yeah, old shit them. Them. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's been a lot of fucking Gary Glitters fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? Low white tarses on them, that's what we did. <laughs> so I went out and got all them. And it was, it was just little things like that, you know, like that the lads appreciated and, and I appreciated, you know, just just that it can do a little bit for, and it just made their, because they, they, had, they had two towels two towels a day then, instead of having one towel every three, four days. It was literally like that, I swear down. After after Stanley, you had a spell at Mansfield and then joined up with Kevin Nolan again? I did, big Kev, yeah, laying Orient, yeah. He, um, were you good, were you, I'm assuming you were good mates. Yeah, I mean, Bolton. yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we always kept in touch and stuff and he, he weren't far away, he was always in Liverpool, lived in Liverpool, so we always kept in touch and 
you know, the, the opportunity came out. And to be fair, he spoke to Cleggy, my uh, Ashton manager, my best mate, and he said, uh, I'm looking for a right back. And Cleggy went, why do you not just take Hunty? And he went, well, would he come? And I'm like, of course he fucking come. Of course he fucking come. <laughs> so literally, this is how it happened. Like, he, he, he spoke to my best mate, and, and my best mate organised a transfer, basically, because then Kev... Uh, Lane already contacted Mansfield and Mansfield went back to them with this and that and this and then it happened and it was like I'd only been at Mansfield for five months or something I was captain club captain as well so it's it, quite difficult for me to leave really but I just thought it's a massive opportunity they were they were fourth no disrespect to Mansfield I think we we're about 11th or 10th and stuff but they were fourth and pushing for promotion I just thought it's a great opportunity for me like, yeah. you know going playing under Kev and it yeah what did, what did, did they ever give you a fucking? In what way? Like, <laughs> I don't know how close you were. <laughs> you know, well, I've been with him for six years. <laughs> but, you know, as a manager, did he ever like, give you the balloting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, so he, so he, he put that to the side? Oh, there was a divide, yeah. Definitely a divide. Uh, but you do it in training as well, which which cut, which took me aback. I'll be honest with you, it took me aback because I thought, you know, me and him, best buddies, and but he... he you know, if you, if you needed to be rolled, he'd fucking do it in training rather than the game because he'd do it where everyone's set, like the physio senior, the academy seen it, that he'd shout. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. Not for not as like. Oh a, no, not me. I'm the. No, no, no. Just, just as there's no fucking favourites at this yeah. football club. A bit, like, a bit like back at Bolton. Yeah, all I'm the fucking manager. I don't care who the fuck you are, whether you're my best mate, my least best mate, you're getting it. If you yeah. do something wrong that I don't like, you're getting it, which I thought was great. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not get up for him after saying, bit fucking yeah, nasty? He's, te he's texting him after change saying, fucking hell, Gaffer, fucking winding me up. I'm going, <laughs> going fucking pub in half an hour. Fucking, <laughs> fucking hell, ain't you, Hansel? <laughs> after that bollocking, you're going to get fucking first yeah, round. Yeah. I'm not bringing my fucking wallet out tonight. <laughs> but he never, he, as, a, as a manager and a player, he never changed. Like, he was always, he loved a baby. I think we all, every footballer loves a baby. But he knew when to wind it in do you know what I mean it, it, there was a border there was a there was a, a line that you crossed and if you crossed it you fucking knew about it do you know what I mean which I liked about him but a lot of managers that I've worked under have, have had the same thing apart from like your Megson because they never really got to know him or Steve Evans and stuff yeah, yeah. but the other ones like they all, you, you knew you knew how far you could not how far you could push him but how far you could take it so. yeah, is he still in a job now? Ken is Nolan he, is he still he's in a football? he's a West Ham first team coach right under Moyes yeah, he's been there three years now, so he's he, he's quite loving it really. And I thought he I thought he'd miss management, but he's 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 doing really well. When um, Kev left Notts County, did you leave at the same time? Uh, no, no, I left. Um, I left uh, when I left about three months before he left. Like he he didn't re-sign me purely purely because of like financial status and stuff. I think the chairman half thought that they didn't go up that season. They lost in the playoffs to Coventry two legs. I think he thought I pumped so much money into the club, then I'm not really, I'm not really prepared to do it uh, in the Again. second year. Is that so, the one who got caught with his cock out up for? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> <What a> guy. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I tell you, we'd be nice meeting. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. <laughs> him and Jackie have got like a fucking house on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's exactly him. Were you alright though? He was sound, but he was a bit of a like wet lettuce. Like, do you know what I mean? He, he never managed a, like a proper like men never managed a football club before, or never owned a football club before. I just thought it was a bit of an hobby. He owned a golf club and stuff, but I just think 
it took its toll because you're just pumping money in and not getting anything out of it. Yeah. Like, I don't think people realise that. You, you're just spunking your money, basically, <laughs> just to have just to be in a nice box and, and know the players and know the manager. That's basically what it is, isn't it, really? Until you until you eye up like your Man United and stuff like that. But he just, I think he just thought, I can't do it anymore. I'm spunking that much money in. And he let no, me... I'm, instead of spunking money in, I just spunk it on my phone. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think there's any clubs make any money, is there? No. Barcelona can't afford, can't afford Messi. Messi. No. Well, they can't make any money. Who can? Exactly. Yeah. Mad, well, isn't it? Good luck, mate. Yeah. yeah. When do you say you start? At what? At your Bolton School. Oh, Bolton School, 6th September. Me and Jordan. Me and Jordan Spur. Do you know when you're you know you meeting him on that first day? Maybe call him Tommy and not Jordan. Oh, that, shit. It'll, yeah, be, Jordan. Ter- it'll be a terrible <laughs> start, won't it? <laughs> hey, Jordan. <laughs> That's four times. Oh, I know what you're on about. Four times I've got a fucking first. No problem, no problem <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, don't want to call him Jordan. Jesus fucking Christ. And you write it on your hand and we go, I help. Tommy. <laughs> well, best of luck with the new, with the new role then. Oh, no, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks, James, yeah. for this. Yeah, and the player coach role. You yeah. might get more than more than games than what you think. I know. You just don't know, do you? So you have to get rid of that fucking belly. Fucking hell. <laughs> lockdown, lockdown fucking belly. Yeah. You won't be getting an iron off Jackie now, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you might struggle for a 69 iron off Jackie now, I'm loving No, cheers, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Fucking brilliant. Enjoy, enjoy, cheers, man. Honestly, it's Thanks for brilliant. coming on. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.